got to make the morning last just well, welcome to Dishing Up Nutrition. I'm Katie Vegasa, registered and licensed dietitian and today's host of Dishing Up Nutrition. So this show is all about nutrition and how eating real food supports the health of your brain and your body throughout your life. So today we actually want to talk about how you can eat to protect your health as you age as we get older, which is really important. And I know it's on a lot of people's minds wanting to, you know, I want to be eating better to protect my my brain, my body as I'm aging. You know, there's actually a myth out there um, that I heard long ago during clinical rotations yep. in my dietitian internships and working at a long-term care facility. And the myth is as people age or get older, just let them eat whatever they want. That that always kind of was unsettling for me, just this idea that it doesn't matter, they're getting older, let them eat whatever they feel like. And um, as a nutritionist, I really believe it's the wrong message that's being delivered to the elderly um, because we know we know, if anything, what we eat affects how we feel. Yep. And we want to feel good. Um, so. At Nutritional Weight and Wellness, what we actually teach people is by the age of 40, well, really all throughout their life, but at the age of 40 to start paying attention to their nutrition um, so that as you get older into your 60s and your 70s and your 80s, um, you'll have strong bones. You'll have a good immune system. Your brain will be sharp and it will be functioning great um, and you will be feeling as healthy as possible. The only way to do that is to start paying attention to your nutrition early on in life. Um, and if you wait until you're in your 90s to start to suddenly decide to start mm. eating better, you know, it, it's it's That's most tough. likely too late. Um, but I still believe at that point you can still, you know, if someone who's in their 90s is having constipation or bloating or not feeling well, it's still changing what they eat at that point will help them feel better. Um so this show today is all about how to eat to protect your health as you age. So, and I'm very pleased also to uh, introduce our co-host today. You heard her voice kind of coming in. It's Kate Crosby. <laughs> uh, so Kate is a nutrition educator and counselor. She sees clients at our North Oaks office. She's very wise about her own nutrition. Mm. Um, she knows how to help people practice good nutrition as they age. People and love coming in to see Kate. Absolutely. Well, and I love working with them. It's just a... It's a joy. It's a real joy for me. It's what I love to do. Mm-hmm. So pretty interesting topic, Katie. It is interesting. Um, new for dishing up nutrition. Yeah, I don't... I can't I don't recall ever we... discussing this, so no. this is a good one. Yeah. It's also a really important topic as, because, you know, how people need to eat as they age mm-hmm. isn't really talked about. It, it's uh, So I remember as my mother was getting older, she was always looking for dessert or chocolate. Oh, just a little treat. Not a little, a lot. Okay. <laughs> okay. A little was her norm, sure. but she started really... Wanting a lot and yeah. to the point of hiding it. She'd hide uh-huh. chocolates under her chair. Yep. Yep. Um, <clears throat> it was pretty unusual as mm-hmm. she, you know, started getting older, which brings up another problem we should really address. And, you know, as we age, we have more sugar cravings. Yeah. But, you know, sugar isn't good for us at any age. No, it's not. Um, 
So let's talk about why people start to develop more sugar cravings as they age. Uh, you know, as people age, it may surprise you that they become deficient in a very important mineral mm-hmm. called zinc. Yeah. So we talk about zinc sometimes. Um, but they start to become deficient in zinc for several reasons. Um, one of the reasons is that they're not eating as well as they should. Yep. They aren't eating foods that are rich in, in zinc. zinc. So their mm-hmm. body starts to use up their zinc stores mm-hmm. and starts to become depleted as, as uh, with, um, with their zinc. So as nutritionists, what we understand is zinc is a very important mineral needed to maintain the sense of taste. It yeah. also is a very important mineral to um, affect the appetite center in our brain. Yep. Um, and it creates this interest and this desire for eating good food. Um, and I think we see this a lot in the elderly population where it's um, tea and toast. Yep. Tea and toast. They just, they're not really hungry for much. Yep. I'll just have a piece of toast and maybe a little tea or coffee. Um, but what, in, like kind of what you were saying with your, your mo- uh, My mother, mother, yeah. when people start to become low in zinc, they start they to crave, crave sugar, sugar. Um, which, of course, as we know, <laughs> leads to more malnourishment. Yes. There and you we, go. We were actually talking about this before the show, like zinc the, or the other thing is when we are eating a lot of those sugar foods. Yes. It, it's like it depletes our body and it depletes of other minerals. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. So yes. sugar, um, it's almost like a nutrient stripper. It's like a zinc stripper. It's a, that's a really good way of, of putting it. Absolutely. I also think of um, young children who don't mm-hmm. like to um, eat anything but cereal or, yes. or you know, um, cereal and skim milk and yeah. stuff like that. I yep. o- often think of them as being low in zinc as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, you know, the interesting thing, Katie, is that that zinc deficiency can lead to immune deficiency. Uh-huh. You know, you and I know that Zinc is so important for your immune system. Yes, it and is. And these immune deficiencies can lead to other problems. Well, thing, you know, big problems, cancer, mm-hmm. uh, but also heart disease. Uh, these autoimmune diseases are usually an indication of low zinc, yes. even diabetes. So, you know, as a listener, maybe you're asking yourself, how would someone become so deficient in this mineral zinc? It's a really good question, but... As nutritionists, we've got answers. Of course, right? So (laughs) there is um, several reasons that we can go into um, why someone would become deficient in the mineral zinc. Um, One of the reasons is many older people, they just aren't cooking for themselves. Yep. Um, So they aren't getting good quality foods in their meats and their vegetables and things like their sweet potatoes, healthy fats. So what they're doing is they're often just eating little bits of food, um, not even an, enough to keep a bird alive, right? And certainly not enough zinc-rich foods. Um, and, you know, you hear that you hear that theory or that, that saying that people will say, oh, they just, they eat like a bird, where they're just kind of eating little, little bits and pieces. So when we get back from a break here, we're going to actually talk about um, some foods that are very rich, rich in, in zinc. zinc that we should be adding in. But we do have to take a break. Um, so you are listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. I'm Katie Vigasa, registered dietitian, and I'm here with nutrition counselor Kate Crosby. Uh, and we're discussing eating to protect your health 
as you age. So in our weight and wellness classes, um, one of the things we really talk about is developing an attitude of wellness. And our message today is, as you age, you need to develop that attitude of wellness. So think about that. What does that actually mean? We believe that attitude of wellness means taking care of yourself. So start thinking about making a conscious decision not to eat the manufactured foods that have things like high fructose corn syrup or the manufactured food that have the partially hydrogenated fat or trans fats. It means eating real food, eating real protein, real vegetables. Oh, like broccoli and green beans. I mean, (laughs) summer, it's abundant, right? Um, And also eating good, healthy fats. Nutrition, I mean, and we say this all the time, it's so much more than calorie restriction. Yep. It's so much more than just counting grams and calories all day long. It's really about supplying your body with the nutrients it needs to stay healthy. Supplying the body with nutrients it needs to have good brain function, less aches and pains, good cholesterol numbers, um, a strong heart, and feeling happy with who you are. So nutrition, it supports our whole body. It's not just a, you know, solely about, you know, metabolism or whatever have you. Mm-hmm. Um, so to learn a, more about nutrition, I recommend you take our nutrition for weight um, loss classes starting in fall, um, actually in September. Mm-hmm. And we really go over all of the, the facets of nutrition. Um, you can check out our website, weightandwellness.com. And sign up for this series of classes to learn what you need um, really to protect your health as you age. So if you want to give us a call um, at the front desk at 651-699-3438 and discuss, uh, discuss the location of the class that's going to be nearest to you. Um, we also have an early bird special. It's a $50 discount for people who sign up early. Um, but with that, we are going to go to break and we will be right back. Welcome back to Dishing Up Nutrition. We're discussing eating to protect your health as you age. You know, as I was thinking about this topic of staying healthy as I age, I recently was Mm -hmm. listening to a replay of Joan Baez's uh, uh, 75th birthday celebration on on, uh, public TV. What a wonderful role model Joan Baez is. I mean, I can remember listening to her back in my 20s, my 30s, my 40s, my 50s, and now my 60s. I remember Joan sounding the same today at her 75th birthday as she sounded back in her 30s. Wow. Now, her long, dark hair, which was so much of her symbol, is much shorter, and it's turned this beautiful gray. Mm -hmm. She has aged well. Um, she She has very few wrinkles, a very strong voice and is happily involved in life and in her profession. So I wanted to know just a little bit more about Joan and her lifestyle. I was mm-hmm. curious. How did she, how know, did how she, did she do this? How did she do this? Had she developed an attitude of wellness early on in her life? Mm-hmm. So I Googled Joan Baez to discover more about her and, and really specifically her health habits. Well, yeah, she developed her attitude of wellness early in her 20s. Mm-hmm. She never smoked. Okay. She never did marijuana. Okay. She never did drugs. She exercises daily. She does yoga several times a week. And she eats real food. Ah. Uh, real food. Yes. So 
Um, meats and vegetables, those good beneficial fats, butter, olive oil. She's a really healthy eater because it's important for her to maintain a good voice quality and to maintain her attitude of wellness. So I'm sure when I'm in my 70s, I can turn on the TV and yeah. Joan Biles will be celebrating her 85th birthday. What a great role model. That's so impressive. And I mean, yeah. it just goes to show like how much, you know, it, it affects us, you know, if we start eating well earlier on, how Long much it term. can be affecting our our cells as mm-hmm. we age. That's mm-hmm. so cool. Yep. You know, our goal at Nutritional Weight and Wellness is for everyone to develop that attitude of wellness. Mm-hmm. So I encourage you to call our office at 651-699-3438 and sign up for a maybe one of our six-week classes, mm-hmm. the Weight and Wellness Series, near you. And again, if you've got questions for us today or with comments, you know, call us in the studio here at 651-641-1071. So before we went to break, um, we kind of started to talk a little bit about minerals and how they um, affect us as we age. And one of the things we started to discuss was um, as a very important mineral, zinc starts to decline in our body. Um, something that it takes with it mm-hmm. is our appetites. Unfortunately. Mm-hmm. So we were kind of going to talk about what are some foods mm-hmm. that are really rich in zinc. Um, Let's do that. That the elderly can start to incorporate to get their zinc levels back up to, to help their appetites. You remember that TV commercial? Where's the beef? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, beef, chicken, lamb, seafood, salmon, turkey. These are all foods that are high in zinc. Now, often when people get older, Mm -hmm. they're either no longer cooking or they're cooking very little, as you were um, explaining earlier. And so they just end up eating toast and peanut butter. That doesn't contain any zinc. Right. They're not eating steak and they're not eating hamburger patties and they're not eating chicken breasts. And they're not eating those slices of turkey. They're just not eating the type of protein they need. To keep those zinc levels normal. As a result, they crave sugar. Yes. Because their taste buds are off. They're not craving these protein foods, which are really the ones that are so good for their health. And I would just make a side comment here mm-hmm. with this is, um, again, when I was working in, you know, more like long-term care, just in a hospital setting, sometimes what happens when, um, you know, people age is we either start to have trouble chewing or swallowing or what have you, um, depending on where, you know, maybe you're considering cooking um, some zinc-rich protein for your mother. Mm -hmm. Um, But maybe you say to yourself, well, um, my mom's got trouble chewing, maybe, you know, dentures or what have you. But see if maybe you can make like a a softer meat, you Mm -hmm. know, maybe instead of um, cooking up a steak for her, maybe you say, well, she, you know what, I think she could get down some meatloaf Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. or... Um, shepherd's pie shepherd's pie that's a great one meatballs or chicken patties Mm -hmm. or you know turkey meatloaf Um, i mean there's a lot of options that you can can still help to create maybe like a softer texture for them absolutely good point um and we were kind of talking about you know another reason we find uh, or we find low zinc levels uh, Mm -hmm. in younger people as well and often people who are um, vegetarians because, you know, they aren't eating any meat. And because that's such a powerful um, source of zinc, 
their zinc starts to drop and they often start to have high sugar cravings. And I know I've, you know, for sure, I've talked about that on the radio show with me. That was totally a history for me is um, during my vegetarian years. It's like (laughs) all of a sudden sugar was, hey, my best friend. Yeah, let's Um, have it. Uh Uh-huh. They eat a lot of processed carbohydrates, yep. you know, because they're not eating a lot of proteins. Yep. Um, and it's and they're just, mm-hmm. it's just easy to get. Yeah, it's easy to get. Um, so if you're not eating enough of those proteins and you're not going to maintain healthy bones and healthy muscles. So, um, <clears throat> you know, really, really the, the discussion is that that good old zinc. That's simple. Yeah. Well, there are other minerals that, that often... Uh, mm-hmm. uh, you experience is, is diminishing as we age. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I recall sitting in with clients in a nutrition session, and it's a very common complaint that they have muscle cramps. Yes. Charlie horses, mm-hmm. foot cramps. They're not able to sleep through the night. Restless leg. Yes. Now, as a listener, you might be thinking, well, what mineral are they deficient in? Yes. As nutritionists, another answer. Uh huh. That mineral would be magnesium. Yes, it's one of our favorites. It is. <laughs> I can't live without it, and I encourage most people to to take some form of it. Mm-hmm. If your parent or even if you're having these muscle cramps or Charlie horses or some type of leg cramps, look first at a deficiency in magnesium. Um, you know, also looking at a magnesium deficiency if you're having trouble sleeping through the night. Um, even if you're waking up with back pain or mm-hmm. tight muscles, mm-hmm. sometimes people will say, well, it's because of my mattress. Um, <laughs> well, and it certainly could, yep, be, could be, but yep. maybe if your muscles are deficient in magnesium, you're going to wake up really stiff and feel like you've got a creaky Absolutely. back. Absolutely. Um, you know, some questions to consider are, why are we deficient in magnesium? Why is 73% of the population today deficient in magnesium? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Why are there so many problems that relate to a magnesium deficiency? Mm -hmm. Well, some other problems of a magnesium deficiency might be things like an irregular heartbeat Mm -hmm. or that fluttery heartbeat. Yep. Some muscle twitching, like eye twitches. That's a common one. I'll ask clients, do you have eye twitches? And they're like, oh, yes, I do. Yeah, Mm -hmm. exactly. Uh, even having more anxiety than you're used to. Yep. These are all signs of a magnesium deficiency. As listeners, you're probably asking, where do you get magnesium? Uh-huh. <laughs> what foods do we need to have so that we get sufficient magnesium? Again, as nutritionists, we've got the answer. And I think it would be so fun to keep people on their toes uh-huh. wondering what foods have magnesium um, as we go to break, right? There we go. That You do that with TV commercials. So um, you're listening. When we come back. When we come back, we'll talk about where you can get some of that magnesium. Um, but you are listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. You know, as we age, it's important to maintain muscle mass. Very important. It's critical for our health. It's important to keep us independent. For sure. And it helps to reduce the risk of falling. So how do we do that, you might ask? All the research shows that the elderly or any of us getting older would benefit by eating more protein-rich foods. But why are older people not mm-hmm. eating more protein-rich foods? There really are many reasons. Uh, we have less appetites for protein as we get older, as we were kind of discussing. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe we have to make sure we're just eating three to four animal uh, ounces of animal protein at least a few times a day. Um, 
at our meals, which is kind of the minimal amount that we want for protein to have good muscle mass. Mm -hmm. So as a dietitian, pardon me, I I often sit down with people in their 60s, in their 70s, 80s, and even into their 90s and help plan out how can they maintain their muscle mass with good protein um, and just really giving them easy ways to cook it. Because some of them aren't interested in making something you know, fancy, right. Or daily. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Uh, But maybe they can do batch cooking. Maybe they can have their daughters uh, or their sons cook for them. Mm -hmm. Any way that we can get good food in um, to the elderly and help them stay healthy is key. So the nutritional weight and wellness way of eating is often how these ladies ate when they were younger, living at home with their mothers or their grandmothers, uh, maybe on the farm. They actually enjoy going back to eating real foods not just food out of the box, just real food, mm-hmm. real protein, real veggies, real fats. And I'll often I'll have um, them say, you know what? This is so interesting. This, this is, is so the funny. way we ate growing up. Yep. So if you have any questions about sitting down for a consultation, again, give us a call in the office at 651-699-3438. Or if you have any questions about the topic today or any other burning nutrition questions, give us a call in studio at 651 651- Six four one one zero seven one, and we'll be right back. Well, welcome back to Dishing Up Nutrition. I'm Kate Crosby, and I'm here with Katie Vigasa, licensed dietitian, and we're discussing eating to protect your health as we age. You know, when I was thinking about Joan Baez looking and feeling so great at her seventy fifth birthday party, I thought of another woman who practices healthy eating, much like the weight and wellness eating plan. Her name is Dr. Christiane Northrup, Mm -hmm. and she's the author of The Wisdom of Menopause, among other great books. But Dr. Northrup is a medical doctor, but she's also a big proponent of healthy eating for all women. Yeah. In her book, she talks about how women need to eat protein throughout the day to maintain healthy bones. Uh Uh-huh how women need to eat protein throughout the day to maintain healthy muscle mass. So not just at dinner. No. Throughout the day. Yeah. Dr. Northrup developed this attitude of wellness many, many years ago, and she practices what she preaches. Mm-hmm. Um, these are just two examples of strong women who are great role models for us today. Now, as long as we're talking about um, women in their 50s and mm-hmm. 60s and 70s, it reminds me of menopause yes uh i want to bring your attention to september 10th dar joanne and chris are going to be teaching our five-hour menopause seminar it's called surviving menopause the healthy way again on september 10th it's a five-hour seminar but it's a lot of fun and people rave about it yeah especially clients when they come in they're just like oh it was so it It was was so so informative yeah Um, You'll get all your questions about your menopausal symptoms answered, and you'll get pampered with a healthy organic lunch and snacks. I've taught this class. It's a fabulous class. I love this class. Um, You can call our office at 651-699-3438 today and sign up early to reserve a space for yourself. Maybe bring a friend. Mm -hmm. Again, our number in the the office is 651-699-3438. Well, before we get back into our topic, I think we've got a caller or two, don't yep. we? We've got Sam. Sam? Yes, good morning. Hi, Hi. Sam. Good morning. 
Good morning. Have a question for us? I do. I'm a 65-year-old man, mm-hmm. and I get, I get your message that I'm supposed to have somewhere between maybe 17 ounces per day mm-hmm. of protein split up among maybe three or four meals. Sure. Yep. Is there an upper limit? I mean, I know there are calories in protein sources, yes. too, right? <laughs> yes. And I, I kind of overdo it, probably, because it's so much easier to grab another hunk of meat than to slice and dice and make vegetables. Yeah. Although, I try to eat vegetables, but um, what's the upper limit? So, I mean, that's not ever, that's a good question. And we actually get that quite a bit in our our classes and our Mm -hmm. consultations. Um, Most people at, you know, just around 16 for for men, 17 to 18 ounces is going to be perfectly fine. It's going to actually be, more difficult to really reach that upper limit. Um, it's almost like our digestion and our stomach stops us from doing that. It's almost like it has a, it's, you know, an intuition, if you will, yeah. or whatever mm-hmm. about kind of stopping us. Um, but that being said, I mean, sure, if someone's eating, uh, I don't know, 250 plus grams of protein a day, that's a lot. And that's not what mm-hmm. we, what we recommend. But at what you are saying, that is perfectly fine. And I think another thing to ask yourself too is if you're eating the proteins and you're kind of eating this weight and wellness way and you're noticing like, I feel really good, I'm feeling energetic, um, then you're not, you're not hitting that upper limit. No. If, if okay. you will, if that kind of answers your question. Do you feel like you are digesting the proteins well? Do they feel like they sit in your stomach at all? Um, yeah, some, sometimes I feel like, yeah, I overate, you know, because, um, I'm pushing it, I'm pushing the limits there. Um, but that's, uh, then I back off. So that's actually a really, um, a good point is one of the reasons people might feel that way is sometimes as we age, we, um, start to lose hydrochloric acid in our stomach. Um, and that's actually what's usually happening, happening is when people are eating, they're just normal, you know, three to four, you know, five ounces, depending protein at the meal. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And all of a sudden they feel like, wow, I'm, that's kind of just sitting or I feel heavy in my stomach. It's usually not that they're eating too much protein. It's that their hydrochloric acid and their enzymes are starting to decrease. Um, so if that's the case, um, you can certainly try, um, a supplement with hydrochloric acid and some enzymes, or even we've recommended just, just taking a little bit little of apple cider vinegar. Yeah, just a little apple cider vinegar and, and that water will help and your your uh, with, the, with the meal. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Just like a mm-hmm. teaspoon. Um, start with a teaspoon to see yes. if that helps. Yes. Okay. Great. Yeah. Does that help? Good yes, question. Great question. We've Thanks. got Thank one you. more caller. Sure. Nikki. Nikki, welcome to Dishing Up Nutrition. You've got a call for or a question for us or a comment. Oh, good morning. Not not so much a question, but just uh, I started watching your program as I was driving to my mom mm-hmm. to uh-huh. take care of them. You know, I cook for them and do her hair and all that. You know, and I started listening to your program and I thought, wow, I wish more people would listen mm-hmm. to your to your program. You're very informative, have a lot of good information. Well, thank and, you. Um, thank you very much. We, we came from Europe, so we're a European family. My mom is 94, my dad 95. Uh, we grew up on rendered fresh side pork. Yep. 
So yep. when I went to school, um, I went to a Catholic school, so uh, we had communion and bre- breakfast after that, and all the kids wanted to know what I was eating. Sure. I said, oh, a large sandwich. A large sandwich? <laughs> That's a good way to yeah. tell people. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Oh. It's so fascinating. I really appreciate your telling us this. That's very, very kind. And I I never have any cold cereal, nothing sweet, no box stuff uh, in the house. Always have purchased everything. Never sick. I'm 71 years old now. Never sick. Stayed the same weight. Um, So if that isn't a testament to our listeners... Um, like what eating real food will do for yeah. you. I tell you yeah. what. Yeah. Um, thank you so much. We really appreciate that comment. I mean, that really helps kind of solidify our message today. So yeah. oh, we really keep up the good keep up the good work. They, and I hope more people start listening to you. Keep oh, spreading the, you. the good message. So thank you so much. You have a great Saturday. Okay. So before we went to break, we can yes. kind of talk about this a little bit is um, we were talking about magnesium and how yes. it's like our relaxation mineral. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we got to be um, eating, you know, again, you know, meats are really high nutrients. They're high minerals. They're, they're a yes. great source of magnesium. So, again, beef, chicken, turkey, lamb, mm-hmm. seafood, uh, things like salmon, tuna, halibut. Any kind of animal protein is going to increase your magnesium level. Mm-hmm. Um, another good source of magnesium would also be nuts. For sure. Um, things like almonds, walnuts, pecans, cashews, um, and pistachios. Those are all good sources of magnesium. Um, and again, as we all know, uh, we've been told not to eat nuts because we've been told, well, they're loaded with fat. Um, yeah, they're loaded with fat, but they're also loaded with magnesium. Uh, so nuts are considered, you know, considered a good food at Nutritional Weight and Wellness. Um, now we understand some people are deficient in zinc. Some people are deficient in magnesium. Some people are deficient in both, both. and maybe <laughs> yes. more. Yeah. You know, I think we, we need to also talk about another really important nutrient. Mm-hmm. We often talk about this on Dishing Up Nutrition, and that is vitamin D. Yes, this is important. It is. Um, it's such a simple, overlooked uh, nutrient that is vital for your health. You know, last week, Cara and Nell talked about the lack of vitamin D and how it contributed to compulsive eating. Mm-hmm. But it can also lead to fragile bones. Yep. And bone pain, bone pain which, like the deep the, bone pain, yeah, which some elderly complain about. So we always recommend having your vitamin D level checked. Simple blood draw at the doctor's office. Um, Dr. Hollick in Boston actually did some important research a few a few years ago regarding vitamin D and elderly patients. So listen here, this is really interesting. It's, the study found that when he gave vitamin D to very elderly patients in a nursing home. They were sitting up straight only mm-hmm. after a few days. They no longer had bone pain. They were talking again to their neighbors. It was like their brains started to feel feel good again. Yep, they could. Yep, R- really amazing results mm-hmm. just by adding vitamin D. So if you're into reading research studies, pull out Dr. Hollick's study. You'll be really surprised that the lack of vitamin D from a lack of sunshine can actually make such a difference in a person's health. Not only... That, but mentally and certainly physically, too. And I've actually seen research um, that talks about vitamin D level improving um, or reducing risk of like falls in elderly patients. So that is that's another important point. Um, We do have to take our last break. When we come back, we're going to talk a little bit more about vitamin D and some uh, some good um, 
I don't know, meal and snack ideas. So um, this is Dishing Up Nutrition. My name is Katie Vegas. I'm a licensed dietitian. Um, if you have questions about how to eat to maintain your health as you age, we'll try and get to them. Um, just give us a call in the studio at 651-641-1071. Um, and again, I'm happy to tell you we've got a series of Nutrition for Weight Loss classes starting in August. We're offering a $75 discount if you register in the month of August. It's called our um, it's called the Summer Success Sale, and it's about helping people learn the basics of eating in balance, eating real proteins, carbs, and fats. Um, it's really about eating real food and helping you lose weight, feel great without that calorie restriction diet. So you're going to feel better. Less aches and pains is what people will say. Your cholesterol numbers are going to be better, better moods, sleep better, healthier, yes. happier. Who doesn't want that? <laughs> um, and you'll actually be losing weight. So just give us a call, 651-699-3438, and we'll be happy to answer any of your questions. And uh, we'll be right back. Welcome back to Dishing Up Nutrition. I'm Kate Crosby, nutrition counselor and educator, and I'm here with Katie Vigessa licensed dietitian, and we're discussing eating to protect your health as you age. I have a helpful su suggestion for you. We have this great cookbook mm -hmm. and nutrition guide. Mm -hmm. It's not just a cookbook. It's got a lot of explanation as to why we suggest what we suggest you eat. Um, we have this great cookbook and nutrition guide at the office. You can follow some of the recipes and you'll be eating healthy to protect yourself as you age. The cookbook is called The Weight and Wellness Cookbook and Nutrition Guide. Yes. It's yeah. written by Dar and the staff at Nutritional Weight and Wellness, and it has really delicious, easy-to-follow recipes. Now, maybe you don't know, but we can ship this cookbook to you, um, this cookbook and nutrition guide to you, and you, or you can stop into any one of our seven offices and pick one up. You won't be disappointed. It's, if you've got questions about this cookbook or any of our classes, just call the office mm -hmm. at 651-699-3438. It's really fun to see on family members' counters. Yes. Um, we were up in North Dakota um, uh, about a month ago, or, you know, my husband's grandmother um, it was sit, sitting right there on the counter. Aww. It was like a welcome, welcome to North Dakota. That's wonderful. <laughs> so before we went to break, uh, we were kind of discussing vitamin D, um, Very how important. good vitamin D levels in our body will help reduce things like that deep kind of achy bone, bone pain, pain, kind of create better mental clarity. We'll just mm -hmm. feel better when our levels are good. And, you know, I personally take 5,000 IUs of vitamin D um, most days to keep my level kind of between 50 and 60. And I feel great. Um, the goal for everyone is to be, to keep that vitamin D level, um, at least 50, you know, and again, get your levels tested and upwards of 80, yep. um, when your vitamin D is very low, which it is in many people who are in nursing homes, yeah. again, you're going to have that intense bone pain. Um, the bone pain may be a result of vitamin D deficiency. Um, so we certainly don't need to have our loved ones in nursing homes having low vitamin D and bone pain, especially when it's such a simple solution just to give them a supplement of vitamin D every day. And, and those of us living in Minnesota really need we the supplement. Need yes. Um, you know, sure. as nutritionists and, and nutrition counselors, we understand how important keeping your bones strong and healthy is. You know, Cara mentioned last week that she works with a lot of women in their 50s, 60s, 70s who have osteoporosis, mm -hmm. meaning... You know, they've got the weak, fragile bones. If they were to fall or even break up pelvic bone, they'd be in big trouble. Yes, yep. 
Um, I also find when working with some of these women, it can be difficult to get them to eat nutritious meals four to five times a but, day. But when they do... Big difference. Big di- they feel so much better. We're always saying to build healthy bones, you need to eat protein. Mm-hmm. Here we go again, back to the different kinds of animal protein. So chicken or turkey, beef, some type of seafood, maybe yeah. it's shrimp. I had shrimp last night, hey. salmon. <laughs> Any kind of fish to build those strong bones. You also need to eat some healthy fats. Which is one of our, you know, favorites to talk about. Well, and my favorite to eat. Avocados, nuts, My little babies, too. She loves avocado. Ooh, butter, olive oil, coconut oil, all are great fats. And you need these healthy fats to make this mesh-like net for the minerals to attach to. Yes. And, of course, you need to have sufficient amounts of minerals, things like enough magnesium, enough zinc, and calcium to build these healthy bones. You need well-balanced, nutritious meals several times a day, Mm -hmm. every day to build healthy, strong bones as we age. It's so critical because it's so easy to take a fall. It happens when you least expect it. You don't want to break a bone because as we age, healing is much slower. Yeah. And it's no fun to be in a cast or stuck in bed. Right. No. Yeah. Seriously. And what, so what you're really saying is we want a lot of those healthy fats almost to, to um, attract or absorb um, those, the, minerals. those minerals. So yeah. they kind of play off of each other. You know, and after spending time with older women, patients, you know, grandmothers, I know that they're very concerned about maintaining their memory. Mm-hmm. It's something that they're always thinking about. So it's, so important for them. Um, and let's really look at the facts about what keeps our memory and what creates memory loss. Well, we need to go to the sugar jar for this one. <laughs> uh, yes. We know as nutritionists that high blood sugars are going to rob you of mm-hmm. memory. Research mm-hmm. has really proven that sugar actually acts as a way of shrinking your uh-huh. brain. Uh-huh. Sugar actually has a way of shrinking, shrinking your brain. Ooh, not so good sounding. I don't think so. As a listener, you may want to think twice about having that piece of pie, don't you think? Mm-hmm. If you're still eating a lot of sugar and processed carbs, this may be of interest to you. This Researchers really interesting. found that people with higher blood sugars or people with type 2 diabetes lost almost two and a half times more brain volume than people who didn't have high blood sugars or didn't eat a lot of processed carbs or sugar. Now, researchers have also found that the reduction of brain volume led to a smaller frontal lobe. This is getting a little technical here. Mm -hmm. Um, And that is associated with lower mental functions, such as poor word recall. So if you're driving and you didn't really hear that, really what Kate just said is that research found that people with higher blood sugars um, or people with type 2 diabetes, that actually... Shrinks the brain. Yep, is what the researchers found. I mean, that's that's a reason right there to be watching our sugar intake. Yes. So yes. again, what we're eating in our forties, in our fifties, our sixties, and our seventies make a huge difference in how you feel in your sixties, in your seventies, your eighties, and your nineties. So this matters. <laughs> yep. Um, people will say, "Well, I feel fine. Why do I have to eat well?" Well, I mean, think of it as a preventive measure for exactly. tomorrow. Exactly. Um, It makes a big difference in how our memory is going to work in our 60s and our 70s and our 80s. Um, It also makes a big difference in whether you break a bone. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we should probably also discuss what you really need to eat to protect your health as you age. You know, 
having that toast, jelly, and orange juice for breakfast, uh, those are bone robbers. Yes. They are also memory robbers. Mm -hmm. They are pure health robbers. So how else could you start your day? You could start with breakfast that's actually a breakfast of champions. Mm -hmm. One or two eggs, some spinach, some sweet potato, a couple of teaspoons of butter, and that's a breakfast of champions. I mean, that's different to people, but it really does... Make, make a difference. a difference. You know, and again, for lunch, maybe you have, or, you know, for lunch, maybe you have some, um, like a, a salad with some chicken on top. Um, maybe you have a piece of roast beef or a piece of pork, whatever you have um, left, left over. over. Um, maybe you put some healthy fats with it and some healthy carbohydrates. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, if you have any other questions about what could I have for good meals? We've got tons of recipes on our website, weightandwellness.com. Yes. Yes. You know, I think it's time for us to do a little recap, Mm -hmm. Katie. Uh, Let's just recap a few important points we've made today. You know, our topic, how to protect your health as you age. It's really important to realize that it's very easy to yearn for all that sugar yes. when you're low in zinc. Yes. And you will get a lot of zinc by eating animal protein, mm-hmm. meat, fish, mm-hmm. chicken. So keep it handy and keep it in your meals and your menus. Um, another thing that we were talking about is magnesium. Um, when we become deficient in magnesium, um, you know, our hearts and our bones will suffer. Vitamin D is also critical. Mm-hmm. So much to talk about. But thank you so much for listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. Um, if you found this in- show interesting, please share it with friends. Next week, we're talking about six steps to quiet eating sugar. So thank you so much for listening and have, have a great, great week. Thanks for listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. If you enjoy this podcast, please share your favorite episodes with a friend or leave a review on iTunes, Stitcher, or iHeartRadio. The content and opinions expressed are those of the hosts or presenters. They are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent disease. Product statements have not been evaluated by the FDA.